on the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Yes, it's a good card tonight at Sportsbet Packham, and to find us all the winners, it's great to catch up with Warren Huntley. How are you, Was? Very well, thanks, Michael. You excited about tonight's card? Uh, there are some promising horses going around. These future stars races have really bolstered the Packenham meetings, haven't they? They've attracted some terrific fields and um, probably evidenced by the fact that Magnapur, who I've got a small share in, is, uh, is racing very well and uh, busting to win a maiden. He's going around a $26 chance. That's probably sure. about the right quote in, in race five. And gee, I, I found it a, a really competitive card. I think it's a good card, but gee, I struggled to, to label a best bet. I thought it was quite competitive with two, three or four chances in most races. Yeah, it's a good four. The rail is true for tonight's action at Pakenham. And let's see if we can get some local knowledge, some local mail from Philip Stokes, whose team is flying at the moment. Uh, good morning, Philip. Oh, he's just dropped out. We'll get him back on. Uh, that's all right. His uh, first runner's in race number three. So, oh, he's there. You're there, Philip? Yep. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Um, we were just talking about these future stars. As a trainer, it's a, a double-edged sword. You've got great prize money, but, gee, they're hard to win. <laughs> yeah, very hard to win, very competitive, um, very good maidens. Uh, all right, let's kick off with uh, your first runner today or tonight, which is in race number three, and that's headline story. Uh, drawn gate one, Jamie Mott rides. Uh, got beaten by a pretty smart one last start at Packenham. Um, what are your expectations tonight? Uh, he was disappointing the other day. He missed the kick, got back, didn't really run on. So from the good barrier, Jamie Mott on, I'm hoping to use that and put him up on top of the speed. If he brings his best form a couple of runs ago, he ran quite well, being quite a smart one of Hayes's actually, um, at his first ever run, you know, he'd be on each way tunes. Race number six, you've got Ambi Dazzle and you've also got Madame Dubai. And uh, with Zach Spain on board from a good gate, Madame Dubai was a, a good run last start. Uh, you expecting can go close to one better today? Yeah, I am. Um, she's got a good barrier today. She um, She's done very well for the week, so she'll be hard to beat. And Ambi Dazzle will need the outing and mm. probably look for her third or fourth up. Looking forward to seeing that Russian dancer back in race number seven first up. Uh, this evening, you've also got Kermy in that race. So, you, which one are you leaning to? Oh, look, there's not much between them. Um, Kermy's, uh, you know, third up now. Um, he's rock hard, fit, ready to go. Russian Dixon might take a run or two to find his best woman up to a mile. So, maybe leaning towards Kermy, but not by much. Right. Is there much confidence tonight then, or are we maybe looking further afield for the weekend? Oh, look, out of my team tonight, I think Madame Dubois is the best. Um, and um, if I get a winner, I'll be wrapped. <laughs> uh, gee, you've got some nice horses tomorrow, and even over in Morfordville, our Heidi's going to be hard to beat Trumpster there as well. Is there is there one that you like um, over the weekend? You've got Field the Moment, uh, which ran behind Shuffle Dancer last start, and you've also got a maid in. Who's your banker for the weekend? Oh, look, I haven't got a standout. Um, Field the Moment's going well. Looks like she's looking for the 1800. Um, I'm actually excited about a maid being back after mm. such a long time. He couldn't win first up, but follow him. He's on an Adelaide Cup trial. Um, how many Adelaide Cups would that be for you? Uh, we won the last two. Last two? All right. Well, mm. Amade's the one we need to follow in the Adelaide Cup. Good luck over the weekend. Thank you. Philip Stokes joining us there. Uh, first race, as I said, it's a, a, a lazy start for those who want to have a bet. The only meeting today, and it kicks off at 5.45, quarter to six this evening. And it's an interesting two-year-old race here, Warren. The the favourite is It's a Mozza, 
from the Peter Moody yard, Jamie Carr rides, um, was well in contention in the race of uh, VC down the straight. Obviously, that's pretty strong form line. Uh, then we've got a bunch of first starters. Uh, Vait or Vait is at 360. Bovardi is at 420. Apulia, $5. We heard from Ben Hayes being by Fioronte, maybe looking for a bit further. And Vetivia is at $10. Um, how did you assess these debutants tonight, Warren? Uh, look, I thought of the debutants, probably Bovarday, who's got the winkers on for the debut, and actually jumped out, two jump outs to go with it to Mozza, and there wasn't a lot between them, would be one of the picks of them. And I'm going to go with V8, by Grunt, the horse from uh, from the McAvoy stable. So it might be just a, a ah, little bit of a play nice. on the spell and go with V8. He, he was given a, a pretty solid hit out in his most recent jump out and was strong down the line at, at Camperdown. So they'd be the, the picks of the, the first artists for me. Apulia rode the speed, looks to have a nice rolling tempo about him. I agree with the stable, he's probably going to be better over further. Didn't know what to make of Vetiver. I thought the, the trials in Sydney have been just modest, but I respect the stable and, and wouldn't be surprised to see him improve on debut at the races. So plenty to learn, but I'm siding with the race experience and that jump out that It's a Mozza and Boveday come through. And uh, I'm leaning that It's a Mozza, who I thought was solid enough, held his ground okay down the straight. Straight racing can be a bit of a a bit of a, an acquired art and, and a bit of a unique talent. So... Jamie Carr aboard, inside draw with the benefit of that run under the belt. Leaning number three ahead of two, Bovaday. When they jumped out together, there wasn't a lot between them. The winkers are on for the debut. 4v8 was stronger the line, winning a recent jump out. And, and one Apulia, he might be better over further, but he looked to roll along quite nicely in a recent jump out at Flemington. 3-2-4-1. 3-2-4-1 in the first at uh, Sportsbet Packenham tonight. Number Race number two is a maiden over the mile, uh, Dun Dancer, Terry Bailey, very keen, uh, at $2.40. Crimson Light, three ninety, dollars uh, Skinny Dip at $4.40 and Foretelling, $8. Uh, do you share TB's confidence about the favourite? Oh, I think he said there were two winning hopes, and I, and I tend to agree. Look, I'm leading number six, Crimson Light, who copped a warning and had to go back to the jump outs following the, the most recent run at, at Cranbourne. Jumped out nicely enough without being tested, but importantly got away cleanly and the stallion chain comes off today so perhaps some remedial work's been done and she'll load into the bad barriers better. So I'm leaning six ahead of ten Dundancer who was terrific on debut, went back and looked at all of the, the jump outs leading into the debut run and she's been slowly away on every occasion so hopefully she's learning her craft in terms of getting out of the barriers and if she does then it's going to be really hard to beat. Two skinny dip been sticking on well in, in races of some depth behind attrition last start. That's obviously a strong form reference. And sticking on at the shorter trips, an indication that 1,600 metres will be OK. And Chipping Camden just had to do a bit of ducking and weaving second day at the races. I think she's got a degree of talent. She strikes a, a race that I think's got some depth at the top end here, but the step up in distance looks suitable. 6, 10, 2, 4. 6, 10, 2 and 4 in the second. Race number three. Uh, this is the Future Stars Heat 6 for the three-year-olds, over 1,200. Uh, take out here numbers 7, 10, 14 and 16. And tap and three, Car Moody, $3.40. Uh, Dodie's at three sixty. Ortega, seven, uh, $3.70. Jessup, $7. Uh, degree of difficulties at $10. So it doesn't end there, Warren. It's a, a really nice field. But the favourite, Car Moody... At three forty, tap and three. 
who's in the mix. And interestingly, that gear change with Tap and Three, Michael, the, the blinkers are on and the nose roll off. I think the last couple of horses that the Moody Stable did that with, that the nose roll came off and the blinkers went on with Ancient Egypt, who won at Cranbourne, and Princess Rani's when she won, won her race courtesy of Good Ride for Carlene Heffel. She's run since, but uh, that gear change seems to be working well when Moody's actually almost reluctantly takes the nose roll off and puts the blinkers on. It's been effective. I'm leaning with three Dodie here, who's been supported this morning. Obviously, Dodie and Ortega had no luck at all in the same race here, one of these future stars races. And, and I think that's a really strong form reference. And Dodie was able to pick up after being held up and was really strong through the line. Ortega really never got clear back to the inside. I've got a leaning three ahead of six, but... I think there's two other winning hopes in the race. Five, Jessup's fit, going well. Can probably get into a spot somewhere near the speed, make his own luck. And 11, tap and three. I think she's still learning. She wants to lay in at times and not quite live up to perhaps the, well, it's hard to say early talent. She's only had two starts. But her debut performance behind Giga Kick, she, she wanted to lay in as well. Those gear changes might help. She's got the talent. If she gets it right, then she's a genuine winning hope. Really good race. Put them in 3, 6, 5, 11. 3, 6, 5 and 11. Race number 3. Race number 4. Uh, this is a benchmark 64 over 1,000 metres. Uh, Grinzinger Prince is at $2.70. Beneficio, four sixty. Songa, $6. Wango Award, 7 Prince of Murcia, eight fifty. Uh, they are the runners under double figure odds, and the only scratching is number two, Tycoon Hummer. Um, the favourite's been well supported. Do you like Rinsinger Prince from Gate One? Low confidence race for me, Michael. I, I would have been giving Tycoon Hummer a really good chance first up if she took her place here. That's a couple of times she's been scratched. Hope all okay's with her. Jump out's been encouraging for Tycoon Hummer to get back to the races. Yeah, it's said a low confidence race, but reasonable speed through Beneficio and, and others. Song will be there somewhere near the speed with a clean getaway. With the blinkers going on, Grinzinger Prince, I'm thinking that he's got a, a good chance. He's fit back to this trip, a 1,000 metres, but strong weight with the application of blinkers. Leaning one, but might need some luck from that inside draw, Johnny Allen, to get clear at the right time. Seven Songer's doing a terrific job. So is Rory Hunter with his small team since taking out his trainer's licence. Was very good winning at Stony Creek and then, Arguably held up, wasn't going to win the race, but should have finished closer to a smart and fast horse in Smile and Wave. Went around at $101 and ran second down there, so ran much better than the market expectation. For Prince of Mercia, he can be effective first up. Haven't seen a trial or a jump out, but Clayton Douglas obviously knows what's required to get into the races first up in good order. He's taken the blinkers off without a trial or a jump out, so I'm including him and also including Abbott General, who's in a rich vein of form, arguably coming through easier races, but going well for J.D. Thompson. That stable's ticking over very nicely at the moment. One, seven, four, three. One, seven, four, and three in race number four. So we are four races down, four to go at tonight's Packer meeting. We'll take a quick break at 14 minutes past 11. On the other side, it'll be the Quaddy. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. It is the Victorian Form Preview with Warren Huntley looking at tonight's packet of meeting. We are up to race number five, which is the Future Stars Heat 7, made in over 1,400 metres, and it kicks off at quarter to eight, and it's a really good field for the $75,000. Uh, scratching 7, 8, 15 and 16. Uh, Gringotts is the 3.30 favourite. Bel Air, 3.60. Brazen Kingdom, 3.60 also. Uh, Eternal Flame. $4.20 and then 
we jump out to $15, Terra Star, and, and yours and Dino's uh, horse, Magnapur, at $26. And for those who missed it, Maddie Welsh has told us that John Allen's um, power play is Gringotts, the favourite, and Jamie Carr's power play is Brazen Kingdom, the $3.60 equals second favourite. How do you see it, Warren? Yeah, I think the, the top four horses in the market have all got really bright futures coming through good form lines, and this is probably the, the type of race that the, the concept was put together hoping to attract. It's a great race and uh, and worthy of the good prize money, and uh, I'm leaning Gringotts, but yeah, I, I could have four picks here. I'm going to put five in the quaddy because if Magna Per put me into the first leg of the quaddy, I'd look like a bill, but I'm going to go with three Gringotts who was good on debut, had trialled well going into that performance. It was a leader-dominated race behind Ebony King, but I thought he stuck to his task quite well. From a good draw up to 1,400 metres, I think they're all suitable variables for, for number three. Gringotts, two Brazen Kingdom, was solid to the line, didn't weaken at the 1,400 metres on debut. No doubt fitter for that run, was well in the market there. Jamie Carr playing a, a power play could be a, a positive lead, and... Obviously, the winner of that race, Attrition, has got a, a very good future, gone on to win impressive style subsequently. Belair didn't have a lot of luck at the Gold Coast. He's been running around in maidens of some depth here, chasing the, the likes of Aft Cabin, Boogie Dancer. So there's good form lines through Belair. Got the crossover noseband off here. And 10 Eternal Flame, that debut performance was a real eye-catching closing effort. Bo Merton's played his. Uh, power play with, with shame on, on that occasion, rode the speed, dominated the race. Eternal Flame was a terrific closer there. I think she's in the mix. As I said, I'm going to put Magna Pura in the quaddy, but I do think the big four in the market deserve to be where they are. Three, two, one, and ten. Three, two, one, and ten. Um, good luck for you and Dino with Magna Pura tonight in the big prize money maiden. Uh, race number six is over 1,400 metres. It's the uh, 64 for the uh, fillies and mares. And the scratchings here, we can take out 3, 8, 9 and 14. Freeways at $3.20 from the coming stable is the favourite. Fancy Lansky at $5. Madden, Madame Dubai, five fifty, And then Lunaire's at $6. Warren? Yeah, I thought she'd be better odds, number seven freeways. I'd like the way she trialled going into this preparation. And, and the way the race shaped up, she just didn't get into it behind... Mount Naseko at Geelong, but I still think there was some merit in that run. She ran an improved race, arguably, without the best of luck, closing off behind a smart horse in Benedetta last time. Good draw with the benefit of two runs under the belt. Slight rising trip to 1,400 metres. Damien Lane on and blinkers on. I think it's the right race for, for freeways, so I can understand the support for her. Seven ahead of two fancy Lansky, who's the obvious danger. Had a, a mixed preparation, 13, 14, 15, 1,600 metres, a gap between runs going into that most recent run, and now back to, to 1,400 metres. I think she's a really talented mare, and from that draw, she's probably going to get off speed. So that's why I think there's a real tactical advantage for freeway. So keen on seven ahead of two. Five Lanares is racing in foal. She's trolled up really nicely to resume here, and she's a horse who can be effective first up. Ten, Madame Devise, fit, consistent, uh, uh, Philip Stokes was giving uh, giving her a really good push, and she maps for a good run. I thought seven and two were the, the key winning hopes. Seven, two, five, ten. Seven, two, five, and ten in race number six. Race number seven. Uh, this is a benchmark sixty-four over fourteen hundred metres. In this affair, we can scratch five, ten, and twelve. 
Uh, Amaniki is the $4 favourite from the Jason Warren stable. Russian dancer, five fifty. Titan of choice, $6. Joy McCoy is at $7. And then you're at the seven fifty. Barrichello, $8. Magnus Red Kumi, eight fifty. So, gee, there's a lot given a chance under double yeah. figure odds. It's an even race, Michael, and uh, I probably would have liked to get a little bit more of a push from Phil Stokes for Russian Dancer, who I think's quite a talent. I suppose we haven't seen him on a, on a turf track yet. We've seen him race, or we've seen him race on debut on a turf track, and he didn't beat a runner home there on heavy ground behind what a deal. I mean, his two encouraging runs were on the synthetic track here on his home track, but the form through Grand Piero and Aberfeldy boys held up really well. He's lightly raced. He looks to have upside. I like what I've seen from him at the jump out. If the rain comes during the, the meeting, I suppose a significant downgrade in the track could be some query, but I was happy to play 11 Russian dancer each way, but not even confident he's Phil Stokes because his runners in the race. I'm leaning 11 each way out of 13, Titan of Choice. That race was just a horror watch, really, if you're on Titan of Choice at, at the $2.90 at Mornington last start. Just a couple of runners just came back in his face. He got dragged out of the race, had to come around them, worked home quite well to get fourth, but the, the race had absolutely passed him by from a wider draw here. He could be in a, a three-wide line with cover and it's not a bad spot to be here on the spacious track. Three Amaniki was supported to win last start. A repeat of that performance would have Amaniki right in the mix. I put seven Barrichello, who I think might roll forward from that draw in his next best. Thought it was an even race, thought there might have been some value around number 11, Russian dancer. 11 each way, ahead of 13, 3 and 7. 11 each way ahead of 13, 3 and 7, which brings us to the last, which is race number 8. It's a benchmark 64 for the Phillies and Mares, over 1,600 metres. And uh, the second of Ports, he's been very well backed. We had a a good push earlier this morning too from the O'Brien camp. Um, I don't know if we've got that audio or not, but I can tell you that they uh, gave it a really good push. It's at $4.40. Open up $14.00. Uh, Victoriosa is at $4.80. Cable de Vega at $5.50. And then we're out to uh, Levois at $8. The scratchings in the last one, two, and ten. I'm thinking there could be some value here, although, again, a bit of a weather watch, Michael. Wouldn't want a significant downgrade in the track for number seven, Victoriosa, who ran first up in New South Wales. Loved her jump out since she's been down here. And typical of a stable, Waterhouse and Bot with Geordie Childs aboard from a good draw. Leaders aren't disadvantaged, so I'd expect Victoriosa can give a great sight here each way. Seven ahead of nine, Miss Keeler. was in that race that just changed complexion when Black Max looked to be almost dropping out and then rallied again to, to come late and win. Miss Keeler was effectively coming to the line with Black Max. I think that's a solid enough performance. She's getting fitter now with two runs under the belt this preparation. Eleven, Queen of Tuscany. Patty Maloney gets the ride here. Carlin Heffel was duly engaged. I think she's going well. She closed off nicely last start, and again, she'll be off speed, perhaps three wide with cover making that run, and if they are charging down the middle of the track, I think that's where Queen of Tuscany will be, and six the second of Porty, certainly in the mix, beaten by a smart one in Nunthorpe last start, strips fit a third up, seven, nine, eleven, six. Seven, nine, eleven, and six, so you think it's a tricky night tonight, what's the way you're playing? I struggle to find the best, Michael, I think it's a really entertaining night's racing, but I settled on race six, number seven, freeways with the blinkers going on. Good draw, Damien Lane, Godolphin, horses, the, the best for me, race six, number seven. Value, I thought, race seven, number 11, Russian dancer, but Phil Stokes might not be uh, agreeing there, but I'm sticking to that with the, the three-year-old who's got upside, race seven, number 11 is the, the value. Quaddy first league, wide with numbers three, two, one, ten, and four. 
numbers 7, 2 and 5 in the second leg, 11, 13 and 3 in the third, coming home with numbers 7, 9, 11 and 6. Going to play a daily double as the player today, so effectively trimming up the second leg and the last leg of the quaddy. So first leg race 6, just numbers 7 and 2, coming home with numbers 7, 9 and 11. Lovely. Have you had an early look ahead to Sandown on Saturday? Only briefly, Michael. I'm sort of that's my work for this afternoon now to get stuck into that meeting. But yeah, a number of horses that I'm I'm thinking forgiving inundation, forgiving detonator Jack. I don't think there's any prizes for finding those horses. But uh, yeah, some talented horses. But I'm pretty confident I'll be tipping both detonator Jack and inundation. But but they're going to be horses that you know aren't uh, aren't anything special in any markets. So I haven't even had a look at the early markets yet. But just interested to see those horses back, particularly with just a, a small gap between runs to perhaps have a, a freshen up, but really looking forward to the, the chairman stakes too with the clash of Sarah Sama and VC. Yeah, it's going to be a cracking day. Uh, we'll look forward to all of your selections on Saturday morning. Warren, uh, good punting tonight. Thanks, Michael. Warren Huntley with all his selections for Packenham. You can see that on the RSN website, rsn.net.au.